0: In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. Perfect,
1: perfect, perfect, and you know it is perfect because these, well, it's not perfect. Actually, we're here under less than perfect circumstances. It's the C3 Panthers podcast with the Friday night special edition blockbuster trades have happened, one of the biggest hours of movement for the NFL draft in the top 10 Ever, This is almost unprecedented, occurred today, midday. And I got to tell you this, is that we're 24 or 34 days out of the NFL draft. The NBA is trying to make trades over here and there. And the NFL steals all the storylines. And what is setting up to be the most exciting NFL draft, arguably in history, and I will tell you, I know this. As I have an argument tonight for why this draft will be the most exciting that I've witnessed in over a decade. and I'm going to make it to you guys. Sadly, it may not be exciting for Carolina Panthers fans. My name's Tony Dunn. I'm the host of the C3 Panthers podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Cat underscore Chronicles. And Every Tuesday night live 9 p.m. I chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions with these two cats right here. There's one that's hey probably working his ass off in his mini streams, Greg. But there's a whole bunch of people in the chat. But my co-host right here, Cody Lashney, producer, the man, the myth, the legend. He warned us this would happen. Gosh, Cody, are you basking? Or are you just going to be a dick? What is your plans for this show as we talk about this awful news when it comes to the NFL draft?
2: Um, I guess a D, all the above. Yeah, you know I'm a dick. Of course I'm going to come here and be a dick. <laughs> Especially when I had half the fan base yelling at me, telling me I'm stupid, that tanking is wrong, that winning a, a meaningless December football game is good for the culture, and losing would have spread a cancer amongst the ranks of the Panthers locker room. Uh, And it was all bullshit, bro. And I, it was bullshit then. It remains bullshit now. And um, our lack of aggression, um, our perceived aggression, is already coming back to haunt us, man. A team uh, who was in a worse position than us in the draft, they moved ahead of us to secure their future. And we didn't do it, and we we could have done this in a number of different ways, but the Panthers failed to do it, man. So, yeah, I'm going to gloat a little bit. I do have some receipts that we're going to play. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to talk about what this means for the future of the Carolina Panthers, because if I'm being honest, the prospects of what our next season was going to look like has drastically changed based on the events of today. And that's just the God's honest truth.
1: That is exactly what tonight's show is about. It is about how today's movement and movements in this draft in the early picks, will affect and influence the Carolina Panthers today, tomorrow and in the long-term future. So while you can look at other channels or turn on the television to learn about what is happening with these trades specifically, we'll give you those details as well. As well, the show tonight is about how this is going, how this is uh, how this dovetails, how this uh, you know, this is a is this a fork in the road. Is this what is this for the future of the Carolina Panthers? CK, I showed my wife your video, homie. Yeah, she thought it was the shit. <laughs> she was Thanks, really, man. she was like, "This is awesome, man!" And she don't really care about any of this stuff. So uh, kudos to you, you guys. Uh, CK, Codizzle Allen on Facebook Gaming. Yeah, go uh, find him out there. There's a video, a little trailer about what he's doing pump it up a little bit for me folks because it deserves it. it is nice man nice ck welcome to the show
0: thanks man i appreciate it yeah it's uh it's fun man it was uh, about 15 hours work of wor- worth of work for that video uh to be a minute and 40 seconds long so that's cool um but uh it's, it was fun man it was great how'd you give do that
1: backwards angle did you have your wife film that yeah, yeah did i did my Just wife did. yeah my wife did that one air that yeah, was my that's wife. my favorite part of the whole well no nah, there's so many good parts i like the tinsel bots roll out i like that yeah, i like yeah, that <laughs> i like the jumping off the roof and capping this mug in the air oh it was fun
0: um but yeah everybody's in the chat like really curious They're, like really confused about what the heck was going on um but no yeah it was it was fun it was great um i i, I think it i'm really hoping it works out but uh you know, obviously, I, I came in today and, you know, I was thinking like, oh, it's a good day. Yesterday was such a good day. And then all this news dropped. Um, and there's a lot of different scenarios we can talk about. There's one that Let's I'll start
1: with what happened. How about that? Let's start yeah. with what happened. Let's do it. Let's uh, do it. There might be some today, people that
0: are out of the loop.
1: You, you were messaging me to that, like I had been busy. I had some stuff going on in the morning, so it was not tapped into social media. Yeah. I opened Twitter. I see direct message from you. And it's like, what the hell did San Francisco do to us? So I had to Google it. Right? Like, I mean, it was so new. It was barely it wasn't even trending yet when you sent me the message. The San Francisco 49ers, where were they at, Cody, before today in the draft?
2: They were picking number 12 so this is the full details of the trade right here the (laughs) miami dolphins have traded the number three overall selection in the 2021 nfl draft to the san francisco 49ers in exchange for the 12th overall pick a third round pick in 2022 a first round pick in 2022 and a first-round pick in 2023. So the Jets get to move up this year and keep the entire – I mean, pardon me, the 49ers get to trade up and keep the rest of this year's draft completely intact for them. I maintain John Lynch is my favorite GM in the NFL. They still uh, play they Every that every, every, Everything that they have done so far for the San Francisco 49ers, I've been a fan of. I like their aggressiveness. I like the way they scout and and they just played a whole bunch of football teams man they they played us they were aggressive and and now they are for sure going to have their shot at uh, Zach Wilson or Justin Fields or Trey Lance because All right, the- so
1: the, the San Francisco 49ers now we can we're going to talk a moment about what you know how if the Panthers should have done what the 49ers did but I truly believe that the San Francisco 49ers were positioned to make an aggressive move like move like this. 2 years ago they were in the Super Bowl, you know, like uh they have a defensive squad that's full of studs and one of the things about that squad is it suffered some injuries last year and they did not have the quarterback play. But we know that Kyle Shanahan is like this Crazy mad genius when it comes to the run game and the raw. I mean, he is, uh, I think, maybe the most innovative coach or the best offensive coach in in the NFL right now. So, this team was positioned to win now, right? Yeah. Or at least win and make a run in the next two years. Like, there is a window, it's there, and they know the one thing that's holding them back is Jimmy Garoppolo or even a Jimmy Garoppolo S type player. So they move into the third position. Interestingly, what we do know at this point, and I'll make an argument about this, is why this is going to be the most popular. This is going to be the most exciting draft that I've ever seen in my entire life. Sadly, not because it's Carolina Panthers fan, but we know right now that there are four quarterbacks going in in the top five, top six, right? We know it. We know two of the names we we believe we firmly know in Trevor Lawrence and then Zach Wilson, but then it's going to be Justin Fields or Trey Lance. It's going to be then the other one, and then there's going to be other movement potentially, other quarterbacks. Why I think this is going to be the most popular and exciting draft in NFL modern history for a moment is because people who do not watch football all day every day and follow the draft, all day, every day and look at prospects we will know the names that are being called in the top 10 because these are quarterbacks because like we're familiar with these names in past drafts, you pick a, it's like offensive lineman number two, and we're all Googling to really see what that person is. And we're just listening to these folks about what that person is. And so tell us what we should believe about this guy. We're going into an NFL draft that is so quarterback heavy and so popularized at the position that we all have opinions about these players. Even if we barely follow football, that's why I think this is going to be a crazy ass draft right now. And there's still some intrigue. We don't know if it's Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and then these dumbasses trying to float out Mac Jones. So Cody, we have all of that excitement. CK sends me the message by the time i'm googling what is happening he says and now there's more shit going down the miami yep. dolphins have moved from 12 to 6
2: yeah so then basically uh the dolphins they still want to get a a top weapon for to attack with so they have a million first round picks it seems like now so they were able to do that they they gave up a first round uh next year uh, and they were able to move back up from 12 to number 6 and they're sitting you know right outside the top 5 and earlier Tony you said that you know uh this is going to be one of the most exciting drafts of all time most you know well known uh and I think it's because this is a legendary quarterback class and I tried to tell everyone a lot earlier this year. It, it's so rare to have four quarterbacks that tick so many different boxes. People want to say, well, okay, what about when, um, Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson? Each of those players were were good prospects, but also different in a lot of different ways. In this year's class, you have four quarterbacks that have elite arm talent, elite mobility um, elite football IQ, the leadership acumen. I mean, these top four are, I mean, they're, in my in my mind, this is the best quarterback class of, the, you know, maybe even the past decade. I think it's going to rank that high, especially now when you see what Zach Wilson was able to do at his pro day. Granted, it is just a pro day. He's throwing against air, but if you check out some of the highlights, Zach Wilson was throwing – missiles all over the field from different platforms um, just really showing why he has this elite um, uh, talent that everyone is so excited about and now you now that the 49ers have moved up man this year's draft I mean now that the 49ers have moved up I think it's entirely possible the first four picks are all going to be quarterbacks and now the Falcons. So tell them
1: come? to me. So that goes Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, right? Then let's just say uh, Justin Fields to the 49ers and Trey Lance to who? So Falcons? You so, think well, the Falcons that, or someone's okay. good? I've seen Denver wanting to trade with the Falcons. It will not be us, Cody. It no, will not won't. be us
2: but that's what i'm saying
1: and we shouldn't we shouldn't i don't even care what player we get i would never want to give assets to another my my
2: rival any asset and why would they want to trade that with us it's like why would they want to do that No, knowing that they have a division rival uh that's quarterback thirsty even if you wanted to move up You have to understand, now, because of what the 49ers did, the Atlanta Falcons have a golden ticket. Because if if they're set with Matt Ryan this year, they can, I mean, listen, they have a bunch of other football teams that are now drooling over the thoughts of that fourth pick in the draft, us included. So, again, one of our only hopes, and this has been floated out by Chris Sims, who everyone wants to, you know, jump on his bandwagon because of his recent quarterback projection success. Um he ha- in his mind, he sees the 49ers moving up to number three to take Matt Jones.
0: Which is crazy.
2: Yeah, which is the dumbest shit in the world in my opinion. Like that's if well, that happens a- listen, if, listen if that, that to-
1: happens, I will be Kyle Sh- Shanahan's personal masseuse. His masa- his massage therapist dude there's if Kyle Shanahan helps us and blesses us like that handies forever
0: there's so much information that's coming out out of this that is just all misleading misleading right there's a report coming out that the 49ers have told Garoppolo you're like they have no plans on moving away from him like he is the starter next year he, he is their guy so I don't understand why mortgaging your entire organization for three years is I mean at least for your first round picks is, is, I mean, let, let's not get it lost here. This was not, like, the 49ers did not win the deal, right? They gave up three first-round picks to move up nine spots in the draft, right? Like, and I that's a heavy, you got to keep in mind, that was basically the asking price for Deshaun Watson, plus maybe some starters, right? I don't think that this was uh, something that they won the pick. I mean, and it's for the third quarterback.
1: Really? Really? You don't. Know, I don't even think it was, it, it's a heavy ransom,
2: I, yeah, I, but I, I, I know, think it, it I know, is if
1: a if negligible one. And the very fact is this: is that what happens when you have a great team just sitting there, and you don't have the piece that w- really, truly—that's yeah, keeping you away from it. That's what I'm, you know saying? What I'm saying. There's a
0: lot of it, that's the only reason they do this, right? They gave up so much, and the only thing that makes sense to me is that the the uh, the Dolphins called around and said. Hey, Panthers, I mean, we would much rather not have to trade away the pick that you guys trade to us to move back up into the top 10. I mean, we'd much rather do that with you guys and then, you know, give you guys the same off. Like, they literally could have gotten a better deal, like, if we wanted to do the exact same trade. Do you get, I can almost guarantee you they called us and asked if we wanted to move up. Um, but, I like I said, I, I think that, again, it's a lot of lot of capital that they gave up for this. Um, and if it's for Mac Jones, I'm going to laugh hysterically. Um But I do think it is suspect. I I have a couple of theories here. One of them being, I think that the Miami Dolphins are playing a very good game. I think it might even be a game of, you know, listen, I'm going to trade back. I'm going to acquire two first round or, you know, two or, you know, really three, I guess, if you want to inquire the last, the, the, this year's first round draft pick. I'm going to acquire three first round draft picks to where I have a total of six first rounders over the next three years. And then, I'm going to trade back into the first or into the top 10 with the Eagles. I'm going to still maintain five first round draft picks over the next three years. And I have trade bait with the Houston Texans saying, hey, listen, we're back in that top tier part. I have now five first rounds instead of just three first rounds like I originally had. And I would like to see if you guys are willing to deal with Deshaun Watson now. You know, I think that there could be a lot bigger play here. And I know the Deshaun Watson conversation has died down a little bit but I still think it's very much a real thing right now. Um, So, I mean, if the Houston Texans were like, the only way I'm doing this is if you give us five first-round picks. All right, Dolphins, we'll go ahead and do that. (laughs) You know, I just, it's, it's interesting, but I also think if you look at where John Lynch was today when he was making these moves, it happened today while he was watching Zach Wilson. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that he has hopes that, even though that the Detroit lions are there, I think he has really high hopes that they're going to pass on, on Wilson, maybe go fields or, or, or something like that. And then Wilson's there for them to take. You I mean, the that's Jets? the biggest. Yeah. The Jets. Yeah. What did I say? Jags. So the lions.
2: So, I mean, listen, my, my question is this, Well, one, let, let me do this. Shout out to Dexter Henderson, uh, four ninety nine pounds from across the pond. Ooh. Appreciate that, man. Um, and let me let me pose two questions one why wasn't this the panthers Chuck from elizabeth city is in the chat room i'm pissed should have been us why wasn't this us why I wasn't guarantee, this we turned us? it down like uh, because, but listen that's nothing but what but they had to give up two first round picks is absolutely nothing Like i mean that's dude okay that's the a panthers were it, no, I mean, it but nine is, spots. It is, line. and it's not. It, you know what? You have spots. the entire rest of your draft in 2022 and 2023. You have six picks in order to put talent on your football team. That's nothing to them. And by the way, if they end up getting a franchise quarterback on a loaded football team on a loaded offense and defense, that's worth way more. Than two first round picks. I, I, would argue, I, I, would, but don't, I would argue. that they didn't give up enough. I, I, I do think there's a legitimate first rounds. Yeah,
1: but the, it's it's like you you you're getting this your pick still. So yeah, you, but, gave, but,
0: but here's you gave but gave up
1: you swapped picks and then
0: gave two. Let me let me let really me three. ask you your let me ask you your opinion. If you traded three first round picks for Deshaun Watson, are you considering only two first round picks? What do you mean? Could, say that. Yeah. Well, you guys sp- explain that. I don't follow. If you traded three first round picks for Deshaun Watson, would you then con- consider it only two first round picks, really?
1: Yes, because you would say this is that our first round pick this year was Deshaun Watson.
0: Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. So it really was. So three I would. I said, picks.
1: so it is, it's three, but it's like, it's, it's kind of like a, a, it's three, but it's like a, in reality, it's only two
0: additional. Yeah, but- but what I'm, I guess my you're getting biggest a thing player, is, you're getting a player. So exactly. But you're getting a player at number three, right? You're not even moving to the number one spot. Like that's, that's the it's type expensive, of, you- but it's
1: not all that expensive. And it's- I would argue this is that they gave a price Cody of three. They made it. So it got every other movement is more expensive now. Like they kind of bought first. The San Francisco, you know, like if when a neighborhood, when they're building a neighborhood yeah. and there's a risk to a neighborhood and you buy in and you're one of the first five houses. Yes, you pose, you put up some, you ponied the first bit of money and it was expensive. But the 10th person that comes in has to put up more money. I yeah. almost feel like now, like the fact that the 49ers moved to three makes it as impossible for us to move to two or anywhere else, because then... If, if you're upset about the cost of that, I you know what to move to. What would it take to move to four? I bet you the Falcons are I bet changing you it's higher now. The same, if not more. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to
2: have to give up. Uh, you know, three first round picks just to move four. up to Atlanta. Four.
0: Four. We would need four. Yeah. I, no, do I don't
2: think it'll be 4 because that that's more than what it took for the exactly. Niners to, to move. On. But but, right, who else but there's no other
1: you? places. Yeah, nobody else wants to go. So now they that is the They've movement got all is becoming the power. rare. It's, it's it supply It might take demand. 3 it might take an additional like later round pick or something. Cody, I do want to push back a, a you uh, you brought this can up, you my, said. Can
2: I play my receipt real quick?
1: No, we got, no, we're going to, yes, we're going to go to that, but you brought up something, and you brought it up out of order, and that is why is the Panthers should, ha- why didn't the Panthers do this? Don't you think, though, is that while the reward for the Panthers would be just as great if they got their player, don't you think the risk for the 49ers is less since they are more positioned to win? like in the near future and not to say that we're like you can turn things around very very quickly my point being is this is that if the panthers bet three did this same bet next year we could we're not sitting here going we're going to super bowl the 49ers are kind of in a there's a high there's a less risk and a high reward higher reward here for them, I think.
2: But, yeah, for them. But that leads to my, my, my question about why isn't this the Panthers? The, the Panthers knew this. I mean, that's what the Kansas City Chiefs did when they moved up for Patrick Mahomes. So uh, knowing that there's all these quarterback-needed teams, now apparently uh the Detroit Lions haven't ruled out taking a quarterback, even though they have Jared Goff. So there are all these teams. The, we have a Bears fan in the chat room right now who's – Uh, wishing that it was the Bears that traded up to three instead of San Fran. There are so many quarterback-needy football teams right now that knowing that there are all these teams that are seemingly one good quarterback away from being a legitimate contender, it's all the more baffling when there have been so many reports on how aggressive we are to upgrade the quarterback position that we wouldn't try and pull the trigger On this deal first, like from all the rumors that we had heard, if you would have told me today that a team traded up to number three, I would have predicted that it was us. I would have predicted that it was the fucking Panthers doing it, but it wasn't because a better team with a better general manager outgamed us. And that's plain and simple what happened.
1: All right. Um, I'm gonna tell the factor one Bears fan to stick around. I got something to say to you about that Trubisky mess. I tell you, we've been saying that in the whole time. But it is receipt time. It's receipt time. Is that uh Cody, as this happens, I put up this tweet and I've copied it over. It says I put this up four hours ago. As the Panthers chance as the Panthers chances of getting a near Surefire franchise quarterback diminished to the point of being non-existent. Just remember, Carolina should be sitting in that number three spot. That is the Carolina Panthers could be the people who are drafting that number three quarterback or number three player. If you want to be weird and be like, well, it's all value, then I guess we shouldn't draft a quarterback, but that we could be getting Trey Lance or if you're another value, homie, we could have traded that for three first round picks, but instead we've been building culture. And uh, homie, this guy Ken uh, E. Ken Hall, and don't worry, we've people have been following this podcast. this guy, he knows he likes to come like this. He said people say that now, but who was it who was saying it on December 27th? I said a lot of us, and he said, "Show me the tweets." It's like what asshole? I gotta go through and spend my time looking at my fucking Twitter line. You do that, dick. But my man dick Cody brought receipts. What'd you bring,
2: man? Let me let me go ahead and just play this for y'all, so y'all can uh, attend the the service of Nostradamus. <laughs> just played themselves out of a franchise quarterback, and now the fucking Falcons are picking third, dude. Today was terrible. Number four. By the way, a little context. This is the Washington Post game. This is the post game after the Panthers beat the Washington football team, effectively, the losing, effectively losing the third pick in the draft, the pick we're talking about right now. Well... If you want to enjoy the win, please go ahead. Don't let me piss in your cornflakes. But we made a fucking terrible mistake today by winning this football game. And like always, we're going to. Dude, I said this literally the day that it happened that we made a terrible mistake losing or uh, winning, rather, that football game. And, and look, I, I've taken a lot of shit for saying that there is a way to artfully and purposefully tank. Now, when people hear the word tank, they they think of players and coaches actively trying to go out there and lose football games. And that is not where tanking happens. Tanking happens from a general manager standpoint. If we could have traded Curtis Samuel away before that Washington football game, not only could we have gotten another pick, but Curtis Samuel wouldn't have been able to influence that game against Washington, and we probably would have lost that. I doubt and, that. And I we probably we would, have would have been picking third. Curtis Samuel made that game for us. I don't understand that. So, dude, the, the the fact that Marty Hardy didn't want to trade Curtis Samuel at all was a problem last season. But the fact that we won a single meaningless game when we were out of playoff contention all Together, put us in a situation where we might not be able to upgrade our quarterback position to a franchise quarterback. What you have to have in order to be successful in today's NFL. We played ourselves.
0: I would. I'll say this because I've. I've even in that you know I talked about tanking. I still don't, and I know the mindset is you know uh, the, the Curtis Samuel. Is, is something that I still will maintain. The trade deadline, we were still in contention, right? If we were still looking at possibly being a contender, which I think our coaching staff looked at our, our team and thought, yeah, I mean, they just paid Teddy Bridgewater and he wasn't playing horribly. He wasn't great. He wasn't throwing the ball deep, but he wasn't nearly as bad as he was the second half of the season, right? All that happened. But here's the thing is, like, I don't, I don't believe in an effective tank. Like, nobody this year tanked. And you can argue all day you want to. Yeah, they
2: did. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: Hold on. How many of the people drafting ahead of us have the same head coach this year?
2: Have the um, same head coach?
0: Yeah, that th- they started with last year. How many of the people drafting ahead of us have the same head coach they had when they started the, game, the, the, the season? Bengals, the Bengals, the Dolphins.
1: And two
0: of no, 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 us uh, No, 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 no. Now
1: Dolphins, the 49ers.
0: The Dolphins, now, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the yeah, actual the, draft. I'm talking about the actual draft order prior to any trades. It was. Okay,
1: well, the Dolphins were ahead of us. They had nope, their same. The coach. Houston Texans
0: were ahead of us. They traded with the Miami. They traded with Miami Dolphins. That was. Well, Houston doesn't State. that
1: land to the effective tank though? Because the reason that the Dolphins have five picks in the first, th- next three. Drafts in the first round, plus a squad that went eleven and five, plus um, you know, like no,
2: tanking. it's because of how tanking. Did, how did they?
0: How did like, they tank? They they were in the. They I mean they were almost in the playoffs. They
2: did they not had, tank. It, they got They didn't tank this year.
1: They tanked for the last three years before that. Exactly. No, but Do you no, want to listen, tank for three they got, years?
2: They got rid of Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, for a first-round pick. They got yeah. rid of Laramie Tunsil, which, by the way, if you follow the the crumb trails, that Laramie Tunsil trade is what started all of the Dolphins' accumulations of first-round picks. They were tanking for Tua and still got Tua and now have a plethora of other first-round picks to be able to recoup that quarterback position in the next few years if they don't like Tua. On but- top of that, CK, the Jaguars did it this Year they yeah. got rid of Jalen Ramsey they with a different head coach.
0: Players they it, did not. They didn't tank it. Like yes, from that perspective, Jalen Ramsey wanted out. Jalen Ramsey wanted out. Right? You had a lot of people wanting to jump ship because they created a culture that was very bad. Right? When you start losing like that, you're creating a horrible culture. Right? You are guaranteed. By losing, by hold on, hold on. Let me finish.
2: December.
0: Let me finish this. All right. If, if they didn't win that, number one, with a horrible Dwayne Haskins, then it was, it was you, number one, you're just showing immediately as a head coach you are tanking, period, right? If we didn't win that game, we were tanking, no matter what, right? There was a guarantee because that was a bad game Washington played. Bad, and we still almost lost. Keep that in mind because they put Heineke in. We still almost lost. If we did that, well, guess what? How many, how many teams that tank have the same head coach the year that they, did, that they tanked? Like, did Miami have the same head coach this year that they used Then they tanked the year Nobody, before? we we've no.
2: signed Matt Rule, for seven years. Nobody was going to fire Matt Rule for losing to exactly. the Washington football team exactly. in December, which is but why what we I'm, should have. No. It's not going to tank anything. It's no. not going to fire your coach. It's not going to corrupt the locker room. Everybody really? knows that you're building for the future. Do you know how yes. many people
0: want out of Miami? How many people wanted out
2: of the Jags organization after they decided to tank? but all of those assets that you're talking about now are why those teams are in a position to completely... With a different head coach. Team. It doesn't matter. With it's a the different same head coach. No. It's the same thing It's picks. the same
0: thing. You're absolutely right. But are we getting rid of Matt Rule? But what does that
2: have to do with... It has everything to do
0: with... Listen, what I'm trying to say is, if you want to actually build the team, right? This is the... Yes, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars tanked. I think the Miami Dolphins tanked but they tanked because they knew they didn't have their head coach right if if we went into this organization into this year and we tanked then there is a set of culture that he has a losing mindset right that is guaranteed because you see what happens when you look at these other organizations the benefit these other organizations have is they don't have that same head coach and they can go I think we're
1: that building that, something new i think this whole culture concept is slightly it, it, it's it's like it's nostalgia or and that's not the right word I'm searching for. I think it's like like gleaming optimism is that you can at an administrative level make shrewd decisions that have you, big outcomes you and uh, and that is where I think even this is I think the Miami trade back to Six was brilliant. Yeah. And that is look they said look is that we really have a quarterback that we put a lot into and we don't think is a bum. We have all these other motherfuckers that are thirsty. We can pick the player we want at four and get whoever we want. Or we can get some stuff and still get who we want. And that's what they were able to do. So like they're playing the game. Now I want to say this is I'm like this can this Keith whoever that guy was Ken or whatever. uh, Ken E. Hall, bro. Uh, I'm about to. I'm about. I'm typing. Typing this in. About to address you live, homie. Fuck this dude. What do you say this Fuck time? This dude, man. He said this, as he said, like out of nowhere. Like because all these other people have been talking about, like uh, giving their receipts. He then comes and pulls me up, and he says, "And look." who is suddenly silent, the dude who hides behind the fake Twitter account at Cat Chronicles. And this is after we just did a live fucking receipt call. And I said this, a fake-ass Twitter account? Fuck you, man. I built this Twitter account from the very, from follower one, homie. Follower one. So, like, just because I I don't put my name on it because it's not me, it's something a little bit boring. So, fuck you number sorry that was I'm too angry I got too angry Trolls, but, bro. Um, I know that was troll 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 I did want to do this is um, and this is important because Andy Massey and he would be disappointed in how uh, upset I just got he brought this up and I'm going to share it right now and uh, Cody it is going to be interesting get your take on this <sighs> Andy Massey says is, and and this is a cool dude. He knows a lot about the Panthers. He's followed them closely for a long time, right? So, I know, like, he's a good fan. Like, he's not uh just throwing takes around. But he said this. Bill Voth has been suggesting that there, that the Panthers aren't as high on Lance slash Fields as other. Think, think once it was obvious Wilson was going number two,
0: they were good at staying at number eight. Did you hear? That's what the Eagles did. Like they actually um, apparently the uh, the Jets or um, who who, uh, Miami uh, called the Eagles about that pick. Like they basically were trying to give them an opportunity to counter. And the Eagles, they were only interested in Wilson. If they weren't getting Wilson, they were fine with moving on. And then that's why they traded back.
1: The one I don't the Andy, the one thing I don't buy about this is that if Lance and Fields were there at eight, they would fucking take them like a motherfucker. Right. Is that, so I guess is then is it, why didn't we trade up? I do think Bill Voth is always going to try to give you this, like, don't panic mentality. It's kind of his thing. Like, I know what people are thinking, this and that, this and that is the fact is, is that we were either too scared to make the offer We're too late to the party. I think we might have just been too late to the party. When in the world have you guys ever heard of such big, giant draft moves coming a whole month before the draft?
2: When the Eagles and the Rams did it for uh, Wentz and... uh, Was it that uh,
1: early? Was it that far in advance?
2: It was was a while. It was around the time of the combine. Yeah, so it was... It might have even been... It might've been a good answer.
1: Route. That's a good fucking answer. Yeah. Yeah. Question. How about
2: that? Um, it, listen, if this is true, that does not speak well of our um, scouting department. I'll be very real with you. I don't know what you could like with, with Trey Lance. I don't know. You know, maybe if you want to say, Oh, he didn't have to, um, they didn't make him throw the ball a ton over at North Dakota state. All these things are dumb, man. Like I don't, I I don't know if they really don't like fields or Lance, then they deserve the mediocre hell that they are looking to be stuck in for the next few years. And Tony, you've been saying that Deshaun Watson always has been always will be a pipe dream. And that was before all the massage table crap. So it's like, dude, uh, we really have to think about what we're going to do going forward. Uh, you know, moving forward now. Okay, we're gonna go and run it back with Teddy Bridgewater, but we're also gonna add a bunch of players on offense or defense. Like we might be picking fifteenth next year, and, and like that's not gonna be. Ah, no, no, I don't guy. think so
1: at all. No, I don't think. I bet you this is we won't be any better this year. if, if we're if we're out there trotting Teddy Bridgewater, we can only be so much better. So no, is what yeah, we might be picking 15th, but we could also still be bad.
2: But we're not gonna be high enough to get the guy. And by the way, next year's stock of quarterbacks, pale in comparison to to the guys that are out in this year's draft class. Like we knew who Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields were at this time last year. Those were two names that everybody was talking about. That name does not exist in the 2022 class i don't give a damn about sam howell at unc or spencer rattler these are undersized quarterbacks with average to decent arms but not spectacular like man it's so disappointing this was the year that the panthers should have had their down year uh, in order to get the quarterback but it's like it's not going to happen and honestly Like, so many people have this mindset of, oh, we'll just take one next year. We'll build up and build up the football team, and we'll just get our quarterback next year. Well, you better hope because let me tell you, it's not as simple as a lot of you want to make it out to be. That, oh, you'll just, you know, we'll draft one next year if we miss out this year. There is no guarantee that you're going to find a true franchise quarterback. I mean, you know, these prospects that have all the talent in all the different areas only really come around every so often. And if next year you're looking at the potential of, I mean, you say we're going to be bad. I don't see it. I think the Panthers are going to be better next year. I think we're going to be better? How?
1: better. How? Better? How? We're, we're going to have a good defense.
2: defense. What if you had a, uh, let's say we draft Michael Parsons. And then draft— That's who I
1: want. That's who I want. Well, okay.
2: And then, okay, let's say we draft Michael Parsons, and then one of the best corners in the draft, Caleb Farley, uh, he had, like, a a ruptured disc. So now, I mean, he could have been the first cornerback taken. Now they're saying he might slip down to the second round. So what if the Panthers take a bunch of defensive players, load up some more on offense— And we become a damn good guy. And then we
1: trade next year. Then we trade up next year. For who? Or we go after Watson, who will have served his one-year suspension. And that's the real question, is where is this going to shake out? Let's turn to the calls real quick. I know that Josh uh, has called in, and uh, I saw Nick from Mass called in. So let's see what they got to say about this.
2: I don't
1: hear it. Oh, 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 oh. Having
3: a pretty good Hold Friday. On. On. Oh, guys. Guys, guys, guys. Man. You know, I was having a pretty good Friday. Having a pretty good Friday. And then uh, about 20 minutes ago, find out that the Niners have moved up Mm-hmm. get the number three spot in the draft. We ain't getting a quarterback this year, kids. No, we're going to be stuck with fucking toilet water for another year. Bet we're on here. it. Yep. And watch his dumb will play marginally better than he did last year. And then all the idiots will be like, Ooh, I told you. I told you he could do it. Even though, you know, we'll win one more game. That's all well, that'll amount to. And, man, how about how about winning against the Washington football team for the culture? Man, how's that? Man, you know what? Getting a new Tell quarterback, getting a, a, a top-shelf quarterback in the draft, I mean, that'd be nice. But you know what's real great? Basking in the glory of all this fucking culture. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm telling you, another 25 years without a Super Bowl, just because of the culture. I mean, it's so it's so great. It's the best thing ever. It's the best. Not, not at all. It was a fucking massive mistake to win that game. Yes. Big fat fucking mistake. What the fuck? He's tap-dancing Christ. We're hoes. There goes most of the offseason at this point. My, my opinion. You go, well, you're being dramatic. No, I'm being realistic. Here's to another five, six-win season. Woo! Woo! Nah,
1: according to Cody, it's going to be like a 10-win Although, who knows? Season.
3: We might have a defense that can bail out Teddy's Yeah, that Josh is one hundred percent
2: right. Maybe that's exactly the number of wins we're
3: good for. He just, you know, won't have to throw the long ball if he, uh, you know, only ever has a 30, 40 yard field to deal with. Ah, ah, I can't believe this shit. I cannot believe this.
0: I'm gonna ask you a question after this.
3: And then, of course, you know, the Bucks managed to keep every single fucking starter on that team, basically.
0: Like, that's crazy, but, bro. Going
3: to be in the but big again, Culture. I'm, I'm sure, Atlanta's going to grab a QB too. So you know, another. Here's to another year in the fucking basement of the NFC South. Joshua Mass signing off.
2: Tony, that's a that's a good. Oh, well, you said you had a question. Let's get to your question. Um, one,
0: uh. No, no, yeah, I was just gonna. Uh, number one, first and foremost. Uh, by the way, uh, culture at the Bucks. By the way, that's why people are still coming back because culture. Anyway, no, because um, yeah,
2: Tom Brady went there, exactly. To that's, do with that culture. But
0: again, what I'm let me ask you before we jump into this, and I'm not trying to retread this up. But I, I was I was thinking about it uh, in the middle of that. What would right now? We've already know we can we can blame Herney for not trading away Curtis Samuel. We can do all of that. Herney's gone. His punishment has already taken place, and we're we're you know we can look at that. What do you what should have heard? What should have Rule done in that game? In your mind, what should he have done to tank to not win that game?
2: Nothing. And that, see, that's where you're not getting the crux of my argument. That tanking, when done well, it has nothing to do with your coaches, and it has nothing to do with your players. They are going out there to win football games. But if I'm the general manager and I know that I can get, one, value for a player on the team, and number two, if I'm taking away a good player from our football team, then yeah, it makes it harder for us to win the football game. So Didn't they yeah, do that, you're putting, Don't you think they did you're, that? You're putting more Mm-mm. on your nah, players. I think they went the other way.
0: Uh, hold
1: on,
2: no. Fact, don't
0: I... Don't you think they did that? Who no, was our no. best player? No, Who's our best player on this team? Brian on Burns? This... Christian McCaffrey?
2: Yeah, the guy that we paid that was... Hold on, hold on, year. hold
0: on. Hold on. I'm I'm trying to make a point. Who said that he felt like he was healthy to go uh, weeks before the end of the su- end of the year? You don't think that them setting him out was intentional? Too little,
1: too late. Maybe is that that an was, argument. That was that. That was before. that. Like um, once we saw this, is once we saw the Panthers. Here, here's the thing: is that the Panthers? We a lot of people want to believe that David Tepper is a genius, right? A lot of people, but want to believe this because we're so enamored by wealth in this world. And he is a guy who has accumulated such massive amounts of wealth. wealth, And we've been told because he's such a shrewd, shrewd businessman. And I got to say is he's bought the Carolina Panthers and he continued. He told us that there was a lot of things he wanted to change on the foot on the operation side. First, remember year one. And so it was about changing the business side of the Carolina Panthers. I think he's flourished in many ways in that, right. It's like investing in the team, um, making some big advertising deals, you know, is that there has been some very deliberate steps to advance the team on the business side front. And you see him, the acquisition of the soccer team, potentially diversifying the use of, of, uh, of the football stadium. You see the concerts were coming in, yeah. you know, so, so there, there was a lot – there was some evidence there that said, oh, man, he is. He's this brilliant fucking dude. But I – and maybe Greg was onto it a little bit earlier than other people. The way that the hiring of the coach and the GM stuff has happened since the firing of Ron Rivera and now the third, right, we give people the benefit of the doubt, right, is that you say, oh, Well, they went and got their guy. And you're like, well, why did Marty Herney help him with that? And they paid Matt Rule and they lured him away. And then we said, oh, wouldn't it be nice if you brought the GM and the coach together? Like, no. All right, maybe we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They're going to do this long, exhaustive exhaustive search. And they're going to get their guy and Scott Fitterer. Right. But the third component to this. Is actually that's the third component. The second component was is that Marty Herney and Matt Rule set out like they were going to win the damn Super Bowl by hiring by getting Teddy Bridgewater. They should have worked through the roster in year one, and then developed a plan together. Instead, the plan was let's piece together the best possible thing we can in the wake of Cam Newton, and we're going to win four meaning four games and be competitive in the others. It's just been a mess. I would say this is that st- ever since we fired Ron Rivera, which Cody Lashney told us was, and I'm with you, bro. You were on it, right? It's like, it's just time. But they have fucked up moment after moment after moment after moment on this. And it might not be like great like they fell off the bicycle but they're they've been wobbling through this process. Yeah. And I've it really it really comes back to the way and we said this and if Kyle Kenny whatever wants to come and fight me at my house that he thinks that he's like going to make fun of me because like I what because I'm a successful person, I got a family, I got a hunt. like whatever. So fuck you. But if you want to come fight about this, We were saying this is that if you're going to bring this thing in, you when you're redoing something, you do it in a very targeted and thoughtful way. And instead, we're just throwing shit against the wall until we find what sticks. Yeah, I agree. And that, I think, is where the frustration comes in. This was our moment to get back in step.
0: So my my question here now, it, it all kind of pertains to all of this. Um, let's say everything happens the way we expect it to. Um, The Jets take uh, Wilson. You have the, uh, you know, let's even say Miami takes somebody there. But um, let's say all four quarterbacks that we find to be franchise quality quarterbacks are gone. Right. And they're the uh, my sorry, I keep on saying Miami because I knew they were third. Um, They're uh, the 49ers, the Jets, the the Jaguars and. Uh, what we would presume the falcons who has a worst quarterback situation than the panthers going into the new year if we don't trade for say a, you know another quarterback who has at a what out of what teams Out of what, what at a, any team in the nfl who has a worst quarterback situation than the panthers uh chicago mm-mm. chicago I mean, they have number one i would put dalton Damn. at Eddie bridgewater every seven, every Damn. day of the week
1: that is a big fucking insult no, for all Dalton the Teddy has- Bridgewater defenders Bro. out there.
0: <laughs> Bro, I'm not saying he's a good Bro, one. Man. I'm not saying he's right. good. No, I'm
1: I'm with you. I all right. I'm like, I'm not gonna fight you on it. I'm not gonna fight you on that. But it does make me laugh that people are trying to say we can win with Teddy Bridgewater and someone can literally say Andy Dalton is better, and we can't really fight that much over it. Yeah.
2: All right, so look, I got a question. What are Panther fans supposed to get excited about next year? Like, I've already seen people online on Twitter and in our chat room that are like, but dude, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, okay, if we're going to roll out Teddy Bridgewater next year, like, what game are you guys dying to see and dying to go to? Like, it's, you know... New England, like, baby! New England! Yes, and we can go and cheer for fucking Cam Newton? <laughs> yeah, bro, that's right! And, I would, and nah, I would. I mean,
1: what, we'll, what we would do is this, is thats is that, first, I think, and one thing we have not talked about in this show, we did talk about on Tuesday, Deshaun Watson. But the Deshaun Watson uh, crap really fucked the Panthers. Right? Because even if we weren't on, like, having Deshaun Watson being a trade player out there for the 49ers to target, for the Jets to target... Open some doors for the Carolina Panthers to right now that are completely closed specifically after this trade, right? So the Deshaun Watson hype and then this crazy circumstances surrounding the story have actually indirectly affected the Carolina Panthers and inflated the cost of what we were hoping to acquire, right? That's number one. Number two, I guess, Cody, is that, and I think another way of asking this question is what now for the Carolina Panthers in the draft? Because I tell you this, if it's Mac Jones, I'm losing my mind. If the Panthers, and you know what? It would not surprise me one bit given the stumbling, the wobbling on the bicycle over the last couple of years that the Carolina Panthers have, that they feel like, oh, well, now is we, we got to do it. Everybody else is doing it, so we got to do it. I think this is that unless there's any opportunity for us to navigate, maybe with Detroit or who knows, like I don't even think there's a chance. But if some strange reason a quarterback other than Mac Jones falls to us, then we're going to take him. A, but if we're at eight and it's Mac Jones, I'm saying take make a what is it Minka or Micah?
4: Uh, Micah. I'm trying to
1: say Parsons. Micah. Like, let's yeah. take Parsons, and you know what? And this is the worst thing you ever want to hear, Cody. But I think it's probably where we're going to have to go now, and that is we have some young studs on defense, homie. And maybe it's time to assemble the fucking defense, and then two, it's not this year, but next year maybe in free agency when we get some money, the cap booms up again. Right. We have we're supposed to have a ton of money in 2022 or 2023. Maybe it's all set up time now. And that's not um, that's not the answer we want to hear. But I sure don't want to hear Mac Jones. Number eight uh, on the on this on this year. And if we do, you know what? It's going to make. For some amazing ass content on the C3 Panthers podcast. Imagine if Mac Jones is the number eight quarterback, uh, number eight pick selection by the Carolina Panthers, and we go three and whatever next year, and he looks like a turd in the dam, like a dad bod out there. It will be the hate Mac Jones post game show more than it was the hate Teddy Bridgewater post game show.
2: I mean, not for me. It will be I'm for me. It will be for me. Listen, I would not be happy if we draft Matt Jones. I mean, yeah. listen, I agree with. Uh, um, of course, I uh, AJ Lindsey, twelve sixteen. Uh, if all the quarterbacks are gone, you trade down and acquire assets. Like at that which point, which is listen, the
1: I, Seattle point, Seahawks style, right? Which fit right, which is where it's it's it comes from.
2: from. But in my mind, at that point in time. Take a a run on on Kellen Mond from Texas A&M, who has better maneuverability and better arm talent than Matt Jones. Like, I would prefer that than – I don't know. Listen, I wouldn't – there's no guarantee going into the future that we're ever going to be able to be in a position to draft a quarterback if we do what you're saying, though. So, for example, if we load up on the defense – Dude, that it, good luck being a uh, a top 10 team, which is where you need to be, you know? So like uh, Clemson right now has DJ Uriyongalile who is looking like he's probably going to be another Trevor Lawrence type prospect who is a big he's basically like a big Samoan Cam Newton. Uh he's 6 foot 4, can throw the ball 85 plus yards. Um you know, maybe hit, you know uh Try and undergo a two-year tank, but the Panther fans are so done talking about tanking. We can't even decide if it actually exists or not. So it's like, man, I don't know. Matt Jones at, at, at eight would be far too rich, but at least he hasn't had the chance to fuck up three different football teams like Bridgewater has. No,
1: no, I'm I'm gonna tell you this: is Mac Jones at in the second round? Then you can talk to me third round y'all people telling there's a reach for trey lance screw that man there's nothing that it jumps off the page to me about mac jones other than he played at alabama and they won a lot of football games but how many other damn quarterbacks have played at alabama and won a lot of football games too all right the number is 252-228-5098 and look here is uh nick from massachusetts
5: yo guys it's nick from up here in mass first off ice up pick okay tony (laughs) <laughs> it's going out to you man okay last week called twice only one uh, of the phone calls got played week before that same deal called twice only one of the phone calls got played and the phone call that didn't get played was the one that was like a huge shout out to you guys for everything that you guys have done over the last <laughs> year during the pandemic. so ice up fool okay because last week, I was actually icing up whatever calling service you guys use because obviously it it's doesn't Tommy, play all. the that's calls. the
1: problem. It's okay? me, you guys play about
5: 50% of the calls that, you know, I have, at least as of late. Anyways, uh, so today news came out that Miami is now picking at number six and the 49ers are picking at number three. I think it's safe to say it's- that we aren't getting a quarterback this year. And on top of that, I don't think we should get a quarterback. With how much it costs San Fran to move all the way up to number three, it's just not worth it.
0: It's gotta be way really
5: expensive. not worth it. I mean
2: dude, Panther fans really don't get me wrong. That, I that? hate Teddy Bridgewater
5: probably more than anybody else on this podcast. I will talk as much trash about that man as humanly possible. The dude drives a minivan so that way people won't quote unquote notice him. Or recognize them. Guess what? You made yourself look like a goddamn pedophile in that thing. And everybody now recognizes you because everybody knows to look for a, do- a black dodge journey.
3: Yes.
5: Teddy, get out of Carolina, man. We don't want you here. Nobody wants you here. Nobody even really wants you in the NFL now, I think about it. So just why? why don't you just leave? Okay? I don't want Teddy to be our quarterback. I'd rather have PJ, or I mean, as much as I can't believe I'm even saying this, Will Greer. But then again, the only time that we saw Will Greer play was against San Fran in the year that they went to the Super Bowl, and that defense was no joke. So at no, we this point, it have been I really great don't to see him play last year. Cam would have been hurt, I don't think we should go after Garoppolo whenever he becomes a free agent. If that's even this year, but even still, I don't think we should go after them. I'd rather run with PJ and Will Greer, you know, and see see what we have in both of those guys to know whether or not to keep either one of them around for next year, you know. And then just let's make let's make other moves. Let's beef up this up the offensive line. Let's beef up the defensive line just a little bit more. Let's make moves in that aspect, you know. As much as I want to get a quarterback, it's not worth
1: the amount of money that
3: we are
5: about to spend. Love the show, guys.
1: All right, Nick. Uh, we appreciate it. Sorry for <clears throat> my inconsistency. After three hours of podcasting and calls, sometimes the numbers blur together. And sometimes, uh, I don't know, just making a mis- mistake, like the Panthers have made mistakes in this last couple of years. Signing Teddy Bridgewater was one of those mistakes, I think, is and you know what, Kenny, whatever you are, go check that tape too. We said to you that at the beginning of that is that like here is it doesn't make sense to align yourself for just okayness when you have an opportunity to either see what Cam's got left or to position yourself to see what you got in Will Greer on B, number one or two in this draft, <clears throat> right? So, I, I again, I think the Panthers have done what they do best, and that is – do the right thing, but just two moves too late. Right. Is that like, look, the Panthers have been just late to the call on all of these decisions. And even the parting with Rivera, the, the firing of Marty Herney, just delay, delay. And we can go back to even when Dave Gettleman was the GM about how the decisions weren't wrong. They were just late to the party. Right. And, um, One other thing I was thinking about is that the San Francisco 49ers are the ones who aggressively moved up here. Now, they were a team that that has a lot of promise and potential, and their coach, man, is just impressive. But it wasn't just a week or two ago that they were supposedly inquiring to the Carolina Panthers about Teddy Bridgewater. Mm -hmm. The fishing expedition had begun.
2: They played us.
1: Yeah, well, they're playing everybody. You know what? They realize this is that, you know, we don't need to wait the draft night. We know we got to do this.
2: All these other teams have been playing chess, and the Panthers have been playing checkers. And by the way, can uh, I ask a question real quick? Amongst either of you and anyone listening in the chat, who would be upset if the Panthers gave away the eighth pick, their 73rd pick, and two and two future first rounders for number three in this year's draft. Like, are all are, how many people are saying that that wouldn't be worth it? Because I feel like I'm still like, like if it
0: was if it was a guarantee for Zach Wilson, sure. But you're asking for the third quarterback in the draft. I'm fine. I'm fine with so uh, Trey Lance. So you wouldn't give that
2: up. So you wouldn't give that up for the opportunity to get either Justin Fields or Trey Lance. You're guaranteeing the you shot at one of them.
0: No, because because you don't know what those guys are. Like you don't. know. We don't know what Zach Wilson is either. But he's got. I mean, we more, think we
2: we, we, think that we knew what was going to be.
0: Yeah, we, we exactly. Think we but have they didn't trade t- three first round picks for it. Like they trade. They didn't trade. They, they didn't did give away. Move, Keeps, up, yeah, they moved up, but they didn't move up with that much. Like. Same thing okay. with Winston. I mean, they, they got a hit, but they Well, this
1: goes back to our value perspective is that if that is the case and that's too rich for your blood CK, we could have been the ones getting the exactly. three first round picks. Yeah. Um, is it time to start thinking about this? Look, I actually I know it's time to start thinking about this is that the Panthers um the the idea that they're gonna get a top flight quarterback in this draft seems to be just dissipating more and more by the moment. And so you can't risk it for the biscuit on a guy who's second rate at eight. I don't think. I think that's when you guys start thinking about uh, drafting offensive lineman, drafting uh, Michael Parsons, Patrick Sertain, or trading back. But as we discuss all of those opportunities and trading back, don't you think that Sam Darnold now has to be more and more of a serious interest for the Carolina for any team in the Carolina Panthers because if the New York Jets are not coming off with number 2 and they pick a quarterback they're going to have to part I mean, they don't have to part ways with Sam Darnold but they should
2: Well he's And they likely will. Team. You know, he's more Well,
1: he, but draft not after dra- after now he is, but on draft night he's not. So if, well, if they, if, if, if they if, pick if they pick a quarterback at number two, then all of a sudden, if no one trades for Sam Darnold before the draft and then they pick a quarterback at number two, Sam Darnold's value goes down. So then because they, yeah. we know that. And that's what I'm thinking is, is if I'm the Panthers at this point, that what we're sitting here doing is is like crap. We're out of the quarterback running. What do we do? What do we do? Do we run it back with Teddy? Do we run it back with Teddy and Will Greer and effectively either just go six game wins or, or, or tank if Will Greer comes in or something happens as bad? Or do we try to find you know, something that has an upside that doesn't cost as much? And on draft night, all of a sudden you're sitting there, they pick Zach Wilson, the Carolina Panthers trade back at number eight. And then one of the picks that they require in trading bag, they offer for Sam Darnold.
2: I mean, the only problem with that is that, you know, if if Sam Darnold is on our list of potential prospects that we like and are interested in bringing in, if there's a market for him and there are other teams like the Bears that would be interested in, like, how long do you do you wait on that? Because yeah. for all intents and purposes, it looks like if uh, Carolina was willing to trade up into the top three, then they missed their chance to do it. Like, Oh, yeah, they, it's over. Yeah, no, it's not. It's, it's gone. Still, okay, are you going to risk if, if they actually like Sam Darnold and think that he could fit our system and that they could undergo that process of building him back up again, then – do you even? Yes. Win? I will
1: risk it because there's a risk in bringing him in. So like it's not imperative to go and get him no matter what, because there's so many unknowns about whether or not it will actually work. But then as draft night unfolds, different things happen and you start to go, Hey, now maybe I'll kick the tires. Kicking the tires on Sam Darnold rather than investing in Sam Darnold are two different things.
0: Yeah.
2: What do you think,
0: CK? I mean, at this point, if it's not much, I would I, – I mean, it's it's so t- difficult because, like, when you know that these guys are going to be off the board, like, when they get to you, like, it's it takes the wins out of you. I mean, like, I, I like the idea of there is a guy who was considered a top draft prospect, and I would be interested to see what he looked like on tape with his pro day in comparison to some of these guys, that, you know, coming out of the draft now and, and see what it looks like. Cause I didn't look, I didn't cause we weren't in the market for a quarterback when Sam Darnold came out. So I had no interest in seeing what he looked like prior to his, uh, his draft. All I know is he's played for a really crappy organization and he's, he's not been a great quarterback. Um, so I, I, I don't hate the idea of trading for Darnold. I just don't, I don't know if I want to give anything more than like a, a, a third or a fourth. A third. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, but that's what I'm kind of saying is if, if you trade it back and you had an extra second, and it was, it's not really if your it was a late even, round
0: second. Then I would be but, all right with it. But. but
1: even if it was, even if it was just something you acquired in the trade back and still kind of free, it's house money at that point. I mean, maybe I I'm starting I to think about that, but I mean, it's either that it's um or it's running it back with Teddy or taking a flyer, trying to find the next wheel grip or whatever. I don't know what you're trying to find in the second or third round. Yeah but maybe just settling for a second-tier quarterback that might work in the future. All right, let's go to, I'm pretty sure, uh, I think this is Chuck in Elizabeth City. Let's see if this might be our last call.
3: Hey, guys, it's Chuck from Elizabeth City. I didn't know you'd be on tonight. Uh, My day started going bad when I was getting my massage, and uh, (laughs) I'm getting ready to watch Zach Wilson uh, pro day, and the news flashes across the street. Ring about how Miami has traded the number three pick to the 49ers and bypassed us. And uh, I had to go ahead and cut out the old uh, rub and tuck. But anyway, guys, uh, it's a little discouraging. But I just Watson, I, this is all Watson's. I give fault, up three first-round picks for Zach Wilson. If the Jets would do it, I don't think they will. It looked pretty damn special today.
1: All right. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe the jets aren't, if they do, they're dumb. They need that guy more than anybody, just as much as we do. So, yeah. All right. um, Any other thoughts about this as we kind of wrap things up?
0: I mean, I think that again, it's just, uh, it's really hard to be optimistic. Um, you know, but, but, you know, as, as, as bad off seasons go, I mean, we've had a, uh, it wasn't a horrible off season up until this news where we thought maybe maybe Trey Lance was going to be available for us at at uh at our drafting position, but what are we eight, seven? Um and uh now we're kind of under the con- you know, I think we're all convinced we're not getting him. Um we've gone into off seasons feeling crappy. Um and they haven't, you know, always been crappy. Uh but uh hey, listen. Maybe this is what about one more trading step.
1: to five? What about trading to five with the Bengals if if the at the at the call the bell calls in Atlanta doesn't trade their pick to Denver, and they don't take a quarterback. we should be on the phone to Cincinnati,
0: you know who we Cincinnati need
1: to, they if, can get their left tackle or their whatever they want at eight, it'll still be there, and if, if that uh, doesn't happen, I say it's all trade back time, maybe with the idea of doing this trading back. Out of eight, and just picking two damn top fleet offensive linemen.
0: If if like this, this draft is going to be so intriguing, and so so much soul crushing, like that's going to be going on while we're on the on the actual uh, podcast, uh, because we're going to be watching. We know Jags are going to be taking Lawrence, right? We know that's going to be happening, so that oh. part's not going to be a surprise. But what if the Jets don't take a quarterback? I know. What, what if? Or what, what if they take
1: Trey there Lance?
2: Is no so. way. There is no way. Zach Wilson. Is going number two to the Jets. Now, the only thing that might change that is if Justin Fields during his pro day just blows everyone away. And by the way, I wrote this in my newest. So, yeah, there's
1: no the way that man. Trey Lance did that already. There's no way Trey Lance played up into the number two spot.
2: I don't. I don't see Trey Lance in the top. I don't know. I mean, maybe the, okay. the, 40, the 49ers could take Trey Lance at three. I think Again, he would be I great there. I, That's the guy I think,
1: guy I think would fit them better than anybody.
2: But my thing is this. They see how good Zach Wilson is. They have a brand new head coach. Uh, Zach Wilson will be cheaper than Sam Darnold. They have uh, five years of Zach Wilson as opposed to, what, another two of Sam? It, there's, you know, th- there's no reason for them to to, to trade back, man. I mean, but the other
0: part is, I mean, there is a reason that they can ask for way more than what the, the Dolphins uh, got for trading, number one. And, and, and to that exact point, they're going to be able to have, uh, you know, let's say three, four first round picks. They're going to have the ability yeah, to be, next able, to year to be yeah. able to, you
3: know.
0: Yeah, they're going to have the ability to not pay people and be all right. Like, if they if they want to try to move on from somebody that... You know, that's it's no big deal. We've got the draft picks to justify it. If we found holes that we needed in our organization this year, we can fix it next year. Um, You know, if we wanted to try to really, you know, make a a push for a trade for a quarterback, we have six first rounders over the next three years to make that push. I mean, if Darnold isn't the answer, if we give him a team this year that is one that can compete and he still does nothing, then I think we move on, you know, and I think. Like the thing is, is a lot of people yes don't see Darnold playing his best football, but I think a lot of people still believe in his ability to actually turn it back on.
2: So, what's the likelihood of that to happen, though?
0: I don't know. That's what I'm saying.
2: Like, well, that's why Tannehill, that's it happened with. I
1: mean, like you could say. I mean, I guess Tannehill is kind of the most recent recent examples of something yeah. like that. But
2: even Tannehill, uh,
1: and maybe the world only. World. Well, he's been he's he's got what more upside
2: no i would say no. That, no no i would i would say that Ryan Tannehill, uh what he did with the dolphins has was more impressive than what sam Darnold has managed to do with the jets i, mean, I, would, I would i would
0: agree with that i,
2: I would, would agree with
1: that the only I thing is, maybe, is, i would is, say this I, um
0: good. i mean I, I i can't tell you exactly how it went but kind of feels like it was a drew Brees type of thing right wasn't Drew Brees but, not really good? No, but first Drew, no, no,
1: nah, nah, he was pretty good for the. Wasn't nah, he went uh, what eleven and five, I think, one year, and then he got a shoulder. It was his shoulder. Uh, the shoulders what the them to trade him, right? The one, the concern I do have with Sam Darnold is that there was a time, and he was around that time where quarterbacks in two consecutive years, people had like traded a lot, moved up for quarterbacks, and they, it's, it felt like the scouts were telling us this guy is going to be good even though there was nothing that really wowed us about them. I would argue that there has been things that wowed us about Zach Wilson, that things that wow us about that we've seen on tape and on film and in life and this and that about Trey But Lance, how much
0: is that as Justin recently? Fields.
1: I don't know if Sam Darnold, it felt like he was just coming. Even I think Baker Mayfield is kind of like this. Is that this I don't know if this kind of all right. They're not as I don't know the Josh Rosen draft. All of this that like it just felt like so many teams felt like they had to take the guy. Then I don't this know this year there feels like a like, gluttony of riches at quarterback. You don't that you don't remember like
0: Baker Mayfield was like he won the Heisman right? I mean it was he did, I mean,
1: but he also played under who's my man? Uh, he was a uh, uh, Lincoln Riley. He uh, Lincoln Riley coached three people consecutively to Heisman's, even Jalen Hurts, who wasn't even. On he, was the team the he was in the running.
2: He was in the Jalen Hurts was in the running, but uh, b- even then, Baker Mayfield didn't compare to any of these guys uh, outside of stats. Uh, he didn't have the size, didn't have the arm talent. You know, a lot of those guys were good in certain areas, but didn't tick all the boxes. Like see okay, my thing is this let's say me and you are the GM and scout at the Jets okay and we're looking at everything that Sam Darnold has done versus everything that we have seen Zach Wilson do as a prospect yeah. like if you had to take yourself and and you had to make that decision and you're for the Jets who are you picking Zach Wilson or Sam Darnold
0: I mean, it depends upon what's on the other side of the phone. I mean, nah, it has, has, to, be it oh, has
2: to be Zach
1: Wilson. It has to be Zach Wilson. It has to be. Hold on. You even you if it was the def- dysfunction of the Jets that led to Sam Darnold's being ruined, his rebirth can't happen there.
0: But you've got to keep in mind, it is. You're, that's a very two-dimensional way of looking. You're looking at just one part of that equation. You're not also looking at the fact that, Number one, he has the, he's, you know, we, we can talk about the history on it. But let's take that. Of the, you don't know who's on the other end of the phone offering what, right? If if you're offered five firsts for that number two spot, right? Are you going to take that? I mean, I kind of would take that. So how many? Like if you get offered five years of first, let's say, let's say Miami decided they wanted to move up because they really liked Wilson. And that was the way they were going to do it is move back and then have enough picks to justify it by saying. What's the least
2: amount of first round picks you would trade out of it for?
0: If I'm going to sec, if I'm in the second,
2: if you're the jets, you're number two, Zach Wilson I and and the team calls you what, what deal gets you to move off of two?
0: I mean, you, you may have to throw in players uh, on top of it, but I would say um, at a minimum,
1: you four can only first. trade three years four. in the head, so there's
0: like you can't. But I guess okay. maybe Miami, you could do. Yeah, if you're Miami, I would say throw in, that. I mean, that may be another part of this plan, right? Um, throw in five firsts, four firsts, somewhere in that ballpark. Let's say three firsts and maybe two seconds and a player.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I st- I still like this, man. Is that unless it like. I don't, maybe, maybe if you are the Jets, that there's a number that you just can't turn down. But in some ways, I just like kind of like the Bengals last year. Remember, like people are talking about, you can maybe trade with the Bengals. Like, what yeah. really is like? Nah, we just want our dude. If if that's the case, uh, CK, if you're willing to trade that much to go to Zach Wilson, I think we should just start talking to Jacksonville. Then,
0: no, what I'm saying is, I'm you know, saying like, like, not, I'm a, no, it's, no it's, but like if there is
1: expect. a if there's a number that's too high to refuse, then maybe we should stop wasting that with the Jets and just start talking with Jackson. But you
0: got to keep in mind the difference here is, in my opinion, is the fact that they have a quarterback they that is still no, in they deal, don't, neither, very young, neither. Yeah, yeah, but
1: it has, sucks.
0: But we again, you haven't really it given sucks. him an opportunity to succeed. He had
1: my, he missed like eight games because he had mono, dude. He got mono. But, but also, like, it,
2: it's, not, it, it's not completely not on him. Yes, he was in a bad situation. Correct. Yes, you're 100% right. Yeah, like, there were also just times when uh, he showed real ineptitudes being able to read coverage, knowing where blitzes would come from. It hey, just, just throwing and, picks and just, like yeah, crazy. And, just, He's a and pick get, machine. Getting, getting spooked, you know? So, it, 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 again, like, you're, you're banking that maybe Sam Donald becomes this you know, blossoming player that finds new life once another quarterback or once another coach is, you know, coaching him. But again, man, people don't really understand like Zach Wilson, dude, especially after one seeing what he did this year. But then, like, watching that pro day. Yeah. And, and watching him. He's got that baseball
1: in. player look, dude. Yeah. He's, got dude, that he baseball. he's, he's like Russell, like Russell Wilson, but taller.
2: I mean, he. I mean, dude, he really does have that Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes kind of thing to Russell him. And, and Wilson, people, and and Russell Wilson, man, more Russell Wilson, baseball I, I mean, player. I, I mean, yeah, I, dude, but he's bigger than Russell. That's why I say he's that. More, yeah, yeah, he's more like Aaron Rodgers and and uh and. Patrick I
1: say Mahomes. more mobile than Aaron Rodgers. All right, uh, we, let's get squeeze these last two calls in. Hey yo, man.
4: Fuck Zach Wilson, dude. <laughs> Fuck all these quarterbacks in this draft unless they fall to us, man. We don't need to be given an arm and a limb for another team to just hustle off. They draft pick to just move back to get a fucking mm-hmm. wide receiver, like what they're trying to get in the whole first place. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, Watson's still on the table, and that's pretty much damn near what we going to have to pay to move up that hard. dude. I'm telling you is get your O-line, beat that shit up. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm cool even with our secondary, with, with the whole pressure that we are about to be giving things, we ain't going to be having no more than four seconds in the motherfucking secondary. So you got to picture it like that, you know what I'm saying? An okay cornerback, she able to be, you know, just cover the fucking frame. It's simple as that. <laughs> you know, and, and, no, I'm sorry, just beef up that O-line, give Teddy way more than enough room to even to even be uncomfortable and and then and and that's a w right if you're two of the system it's it's supposed to be fucking it's supposed to be Brady Guy, right? you know what I mean if you're two of this shit and if it ain't Brady and fucking Teddy, gotta go you know what I mean QT 0 over and out man if you, if you need to check out some good music by the way, uh check out check out fucking uh zero uh I got a lot of those my my, my, my baby mama doing donuts the ATV topless and then and then we got and then we got pounds by zero all, all this cali shit so you can see how we really do it and then new music coming out soon too called moment be be on the lookout for that subscribe to this here all the whole nine Fuck it, y'all c3
2: Boop. all right qt, out, QT man hey. got, the, got the topless picks I, I like the hustle man all
1: right next call. How are we going to protect them? Um, we're going to end up in the same situation. Hold on. I don't think I played it from the game. Hey, yo, man. Fuck Zach Wilson, one.
5: Hey, maybe I'm missing something. Um, I understand we want one of the top four quarterbacks, but without an offensive line, how are we going to protect them? Um, we're going to end up in the same situation. We won't have another cam. That's not going to happen again. So what are they going to do like in one year, two years, when – He's just, whoever it is, Yeah, you start picking broken. offensive
1: linemen. That's what you I start think, doing. I think,
5: as much as I hate to say it, we either stick with Bridgewater or start B.J. Walker and draft offensive line and try to get our quarterback of the future safe. Anyways, that's just my opinion. You I
1: I like I have- Cody's saying here where he says we can walk uh, and chew bubble gum at the same time. And and it really resonates with me um, because even if we pick the number, the best tackle in the draft, say, we're actually going to get the second pick because the Bengals, unless they move right, are going to pick an offensive lineman. You add that one player to that offensive line. Yes, you're going to get better down the road, but adding him alone is not just going to make the offensive line magically good. It will help, but like you might get Teddy killed still. I'm and a- and I think this is I do think that moving like yes is that if you don't have if no one wants to trade back with you, and this and that I think maybe we need to be talking offensive lineman. Maybe it's not Michael Parsons just because I saw that four three nine. I'm in love with it. I'm okay with picking an offensive lineman at eight. I don't think the that it's an either or situation one, we can pick uh, offensive lineman in other places and acquire offensive lineman and add and invest in that line in, in, in various ways. Number two, it's kind of a unique draft like Cody has said and being this like mega quarterback draft. And that's the sad. The part about it is like, we're missing out on, on a quarterback. And if, if these law, if these offensive linemen are so fucking awesome why aren't they going one, two, three, and four then?
2: Yeah, because they're, they're, they're not as important <laughs> as, the, as the quarterback when you need a quarterback. And that's what makes this all so much bittersweet, man. Like the fact that we're talking about Teddy Bridgewater or Will Greer or P.J. Walker, the same thing that we were saying at the start of last year, and the fact that knowing that we're missing out When we're so close. There were four of them. We could have had our shot at four of them. Forget Trevor Lawrence. Hey, forget uh, Justin Fields. Zach Wilson came out of nowhere. Trey Lance came out of nowhere. And we're probably not going to have a shot to draft either of them. Dude, let me tell you what. Y'all better hope that someone down in Houston is trying to pull off the biggest fucking major look story on Deshaun Watson uh, I mean, really, it's not like, happening. It's not happening of all time because Deshaun Watson. Uh, I mean, that's really he
1: ruins all of this. He massaged this terribly, and it's it. really ruined it for all of us. And if we if we do want to continue with that kind of talk about why don't we just pick an offensive lineman? Like, hey, look, are we? I will be far happier if we pick an offensive lineman than if we pick Mac Jones. I promise you that. Like, I'm cool with that. But where was that talk when we picked Christian McCaffrey at eight? Where was that – You know, is that like, is that there's a certain time and place for things? And we missed that time and place on offensive linemen when we had a quarterback. Right. So now we're going to try to build an offensive line for a quarterback we don't have? Let Isn't me, there some irony in that? People, yeah. are,
2: let me ask you talking about Matt Jones going number three to the 49ers like it's like a legitimate discussion it's being trolling, had right it's now
0: trolling. i mean yeah that's, it's interesting but you know here's let me ask you guys a question what if so we know that the 49ers called us about teddy about the idea of trading right and now that that obviously doesn't sound like a great move right at the end of the day So what the 49ers did is they traded away uh, three first-round draft picks, the 12th uh, and then two future first rounds, moved up to number three. What if they literally turned around and said, we'll take your three first-round draft picks from you guys, Teddy Bridgewater and Christian McCaffrey or whomever they want, and then basically they literally get a better draft pick than they were at, they get more draft capital in return, and it was a value that they like they basically got out of it you know we won't do him. it
1: we won't do it because there's too much egg in their face and you got to wonder if a little bit if the reason that we didn't aggressively get on the Miami pick Cody earlier is like you said we should have been doing this you got to wonder if there was a little egg on the face because that should have been our fucking pick anyway yeah oh you 100%. know is that not <laughs> okay. isn't that If you move up to number three and then you go back and you're like, well, we really thought that this was necessary. You could have, you know, like there's got to be a little bit of like, uh, well, what about that other talk we had? I
0: don't think anybody in the organization would ever apologize for having made that win. Right. Like, I mean, I don't think Matt Rule is going to apologize for making a win, you know, getting a win uh, there in, in Washington. Um, I don't think that they, that he should have to, you know. In 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 yeah, Cody's argument, I think you're right about that. I, I agree with you on that. You know, I don't think that Tepper has to. I think that right now they've they have they their fall Marty guy, Herney. Yeah, they have their fall guy in Herney. They're gonna let him take the blame for it. They're okay with feeling good about the fact that they they made that win, but it's not their fault that they didn't get the third pick because Herney decided to try to build a team and not trade a rate assets. Right. Um, that's that's okay. That's in their mind. That's fine. Um, I don't think egg on the face is a part of it. I think, honestly, if you're Miami, let's look at this from that logical standpoint. Do you really not call every other team that could possibly be interested in trading up and say, are you willing to beat it? I guarantee you they did. Like, I guarantee you the opportunity came up for the Panthers to be able to trade, make that exact trade. And they said, nah.
1: That makes it even sting more not it? That makes it sting a little bit more, because here is that if we would have been the team making this deal, would you have been excited today, CK, or not? Yeah, I would have been excited just because we're we're actually getting the quarterback and not stuck in this <laughs> right. So that's the that makes it even hurt more, Cody. Is that the idea that we're like nah?
2: I mean, we won't like, give
1: you another third. You know, something like, what would it mean? Like, what? Did, yeah, Miami would, uh, that's it, it, kind of even it's, weirder, it's isn't
2: it? It's dumbfounding to me. Uh, it's absolutely, um, I don't know. We were so aggressive on wanting to upgrade the quarterback position, and then we let another team outmaneuver us. Like, we we, we lost today. And yeah, and, and we lost by winning that Washington game. Me and CK are just gonna have to agree to disagree. None of the players would have been long-term affected by losing that game to Washington. It just wouldn't have happened. We would have if been. We didn't we, we lose we it. Been, we, we didn't have, lose.
1: You know, it was we we the would have fucking had the third quarterback,
0: hit. dude.
2: It, it wasn't our
1: fault. It. it was fucking Dwayne Haskins. That's, um, that's
0: fault. my argument. Dwayne like it,
1: Haskins was so bad that we couldn't even tank that fucking game. We,
0: tr- we almost tried to lose that it
1: game. Felt like it felt like Yeah. Like it didn't. I mean, Dwayne Haskins was so bad that there was like no way that Washington could have won the game. That's how it felt.
0: Like if we like had he all, all backups, in, like they would have
1: know, had to just like the football hit him in the face, being like, "I'm not intercepting this." Bam! It was he was god awful. Oh,
2: I we're mean, spurred, everyone, everyone, we're screwed. Deca- played awful except for Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel won that specific game for. us. Yeah, he did have a big play left. in
1: that, but he was, you know what? He was playing for his money. That's and what that he was team, playing for, and that
2: team went and got him.
1: Which that is, there's irony in that because they didn't know how to use them when they had them. So what means, what are they going to do with them now? Um, yeah. I, I do want to address this and we'll get is uh, who said it is um, he said, why are we going to try to trade up now? God, I just saw it. There was a comment up here. It's like, <laughs> why would we try to trade up now? And that's the point is I think we missed our opportunity. It was D cash. He said, but why is trading up such a priority now? Actually, I don't even know if it is anymore. You know, like once you get out at, because Atlanta is there at four, is that there are going to be a problem. Unless it, it just really to me is going to come down to what does Atlanta do? Atlanta do. Are they going to have the guts to go ahead and take the quarterback while everybody's going quarterback hungry? Or are they going to do something like, oh, we believe in Matt Ryan. We're going to pick defense. If that's the case, I think we got to swoop in and get the damn Cincinnati Bengals pick and get a guy. That's what I would
2: do. Yeah. Yeah. Or hope that the 49ers pick Matt Jones at number three. That would be. Oh, God.
1: Uh, Handies for Cal Shannon forever. All right. C3 Panthers (laughs) podcast. My name is Tony Dunn at cat underscore chronicles. I encourage all of you smash the thumbs up button, subscribe, longest running Panthers podcast. I got a little frustrated tonight. I'm not going to lie. Got some trolls on my ass, and it got me. (laughs) But guess what? I love y'all anyway. (laughs) <laughs> I love y'all in the chat room even if you drive me nuts sometimes I love you callers even if I screw up your calls so you gotta keep loving me even though I might not deserve it all the time you can follow us on Tuesday nights live at 9pm and you gotta check out my man Cody Last name Cody what are you doing with draft tech it's gotta be a fucking mess over there right now
2: yeah man we're, we're, uh, I've already gotten all the email chains uh about drafts and trades and uh but yeah check it out every uh every wednesday there's going to be a brand new draft on draft with all comments for the panthers written by yours truly um and check me out on twitter at cody lac c-o-d-y-l-a-c
1: don't forget, we got a Discord channel that's hopping all the time right now. I got the link in the show notes on YouTube and actually in all the show notes. So you go join that Discord chat. It's like uh, this right now. But just uh, text and you can we can do voice chat. Like people call me up. We just all of a sudden start talking and hanging out. It is a live Panther fan chat, breaking news all the time. We'd love to have you be part of that community. It's growing and growing. And I know CK is growing and growing as a streamer, bro. Telling you, I cannot say enough nice things about that video. Um, but where can they find your... How can they help you in your mission or your quest for a greater
0: <laughs> purpose? Um, you know, honestly, you can go to the Facebook and, uh, and just uh, show some love to the video. And also on Twitter. It probably wouldn't hurt to go over there and... And show some love and blow that up because I think that, uh, the more activity it has, the more they're going to recognize that people loved it and, you know, are, are, uh, you know, supportive of the, or, you know, in the community and support what I'm doing. So guys, uh, just, sh- uh, just go check me out. I'm again, co Allen on pretty much all platforms and, uh, I don't
1: know, yeah, just, uh, just all show right. us some love. Sub up folks, help us grow, help us get through this. This is therapy for fans. And, uh, oh, don't forget, Greg is about to go live. Super Civil Servants Podcast. I'm going to pop over and see what those guys are going to be talking about. I bet you they're going to be talking about the Suicide Squad, like mm-hmm. a mug John Cena talking about eating that trailer China did or Sick, shit though. or whatever he's talking about. I got to go watch that. I got a lot of things I'm ready to watch. I'm going to go check out the Super Civil Servants Podcast. Until Tuesday, keep pounding. Keep pounding. Keep pounding.
2: Keep pounding.